Welcome to the Engineering Emotions and Energy Podcast, where you can relax, recharge, and reconnect. And now, your host, Justin Wink. Wow, wow, wow. So good to be back. I'm recording from Cancun after spending an entire week in the Tulum area at, I would say, one of the most phenomenal retreats I have ever experienced. Just the ability to learn about myself and working with others and just have some experiences that I never even considered. So much growth, so much learning. So I've got at least three or four topics that I want to cover in this and upcoming podcasts. So definitely make sure that you are subscribed. You're not going to want to miss all the great wisdom, all the great ways to make your life just that much more fulfilled. So do encourage you. If you are not subscribed, do keep listening because I got some great stuff. And today is no exception because I'm going to be talking about going into the unknown. This is just something that anytime we want to do something in life, it's unknown. We don't know if it's going to work out, whether it's going to be good, bad, dangerous, or the most pleasurable, blissful thing ever. We often have an idea of what we would want it to be, yet we really don't know what to expect. And I had a phenomenal experience related exactly to this type of situation at the center where this retreat took place. It was just a beautiful, beautiful resort. It wasn't even in Tulum. Somebody told me technically we were still a little bit north of Tulum, but it was really way out in a secluded area, just tropical jungle area. I'm sure I'll get some pictures up. Um, but one of the things that the Tulum and surrounding area is known for is cenotes. So a cenote is basically kind of a, it's a fresh water, body of water, kind of in a cavernous cave system. So it's fed by basically underground rivers. So sometimes the tops, uh, have fallen in. So there's open air cenotes, but then sometimes there's, uh, underground cenotes with caves. And sometimes there's a mix of the two. The property I was on had a cenote and it was, there was a pool and the water drained into the cenote. So if people are in and splashing around as you go down to walk the stairs down to the cenote, there looks like a waterfall. And so the pool water is actually cenote water. So it's really cool, refreshing. So you go down from the pool, down some steps and it looks, looks just like a, a cave. I, I, if you've been to Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland or seen seen the movie, it kind of has that feel to it, where it's just like this glorious cave, clear water that you can see all the way to the bottom. This cenote is maybe at most eight feet at the deepest parts, but then other parts very shallow. And there's fish swimming around, just gorgeous, beautiful, spectacular. And the interesting thing about this cenote is as you go kind of kind of back and towards the left, it's kind of a cave and it seems like it just comes to an end where it's like, that's that. And we're swimming around with some of the other participants and then start hearing these voices. And it's like, Oh, it must be people up at the pool. And it's like, no, it sounds like they're, they're further back somewhere in the cenote somewhere. And then all of a sudden from out of nowhere at the very back of the, 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 the cave, like a few individuals appear and it's like, where'd you guys come from? They're like, Oh, there's a whole other cave back there. It's like, what? What are you talking about? 
yeah, you just got to duck your head under and then there's, there's more, more cave to explore with the water. And he's like, come, yeah, come on, I'll show you. And so I go and we get to the very back and he's like, yeah, you just, there's a little bit of a lip where there's like about two, two or three inches of between the water and like the, the edge of the cave. And he's like, yeah, you just, you just got to go under just a few inches and then it, then it opens up back in there. And I'm like, well, what am I going to see? What am I going to experience? What is there? He's just like, it's just more cave. It's like really cool. Like, is it dark? He's like, oh yeah, it's completely dark for a while. And then your eyes adjust and you can just enjoy being back there. And I was like, oh, okay. So I duck my head under and like he said, I pop up and there's space, but it's completely dark, absolute pitch black darkness. Can't see a goddamn fucking thing. And just all I can see is what I can feel basically. And so feeling around, and he's trying to guide me, but I'm just like, I don't like this. I can't see. I don't know where I'm going. I don't even know what the point of this is. Like, maybe I just go through all this and it's just a complete, utter nothing. And I am not enjoying this. This is not fun. I, I mean, I came here for some challenges, but this was not the challenge I signed up for coming to this retreat. So after, I don't even know if I made it one or two minutes, I ducked my head back under and was like, all right, that's, that's enough of that. Like, that's just not what I want to experience right now. I'm just not feeling doing any underwater spelunking. So went and just enjoyed the pool. And the next day came back uh, after doing a whole day of programming and more exercises and growth in other ways. And there's nobody, nobody there. So it's just me. And I'm like, you know what? Let me, tr- let me, let me try this. Because I didn't really like the pressure. I felt like I was being peer pressured because there was other people, you know, around. And I'm like, well, I, and I felt like, oh, I got to do this to be like other people. And I, I fuck that. I don't want to be like other people. I'll do my own thing. And I was on my own. I'm like, you know, I'm curious. I'm curious. What's this like? What's, what's, what's my fear really about? So I go back there and duck under and it's still dark as shit. Still scary as shit. But I don't feel the time pressure because there's nobody there. To go, you know, go, hey, come here, do this, do that, do the other thing. And I don't feel like there's people behind me that I'm holding up. So I start feeling around and initially it kind of almost, the that cave kind of opens up to the right, but there's a cliff sort of thing like under underwater level that goes out to the left. So it's like my body has to go left and my head has to go right so that I can have my head above water, the air, but then have space for my body. And that, that goes about three or four, five feet. And then it kind of opens up and I get to about that point and I'm like, okay, I've, I've made it further than I made yesterday. I don't know what's ahead of me. And I, I look back and I'm like, okay, I can see the light coming in. All right, this is cool. This, this feels good right here, right now that I, that I made it further than I did yesterday. And as I look, look forward, I see nothing because it's completely dark. <laughs> and I look back and I see, see the light and I can see illuminated the space where I had traversed from. And I'm like, this feels like enough. I'm scared because there's nobody around. If something happens, nobody's going to know. And what an embarrassing way to die that I, I went to this cenote cave all by myself, didn't tell anybody and never came back. So... I, I turn around, exit, go out, and go back to the pool and chill out in the pool until it's time for the next part of the program. 
few few of the days go by and then go with a group of people to the cenote, you know, just hanging around the mouth of the cenote and enjoying the cool waters. It just feels so good on the skin and just being around the other people. And then I notice that this this other participant, this guy starts going to the back of the cave. And so I follow him and he's like, does this, does this go back further? I heard it goes back further. I'm like, yeah, it, it does. Like, what, what, what do you, what do you do? What do you do? I'm like, what? It's just, you just got like duck under for just a few inches and then it opens up and he's like, okay, okay. I'm like, it's like, are you going to go? I'm like, yeah, I can, I can go with you. I've, I've gone, I've gone a little bit, <laughs> which is true. I'd gone, I'd gone a little bit. So he pops under and then I pop under. And so we're both in the darkness with him leading and me from behind. And he had never been in this space before, but I had. So I explained to him about the, the cliff and how his body has to go left and his head has to go right. And he makes it through that and he goes a little bit further and I go a little bit further. And he's feeling really good because he's like, well, okay, I, I made it this far. Let's let's keep going. And it's like, you got my back. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I got you. And so he just continues going and about 10 more feet the bottom changes from being the rocky feeling to being like soft mud. And then all of a sudden bubbles start bubbling up and can smell sulfur, sulfurous gas. It's like, we're both starting to get like a little freaked out as we go further and further, you know, we're down like 20 feet and looking forward, it's still just complete darkness. Cause and he's just feeling around and I'm feeling around. I'm like, what's, what's going on? It's, is there any more rock? What's going on with what we're walking on this mud? And he's like, oh yeah, eventually you get, you get to some rocks and things. And then it's like, oh my gosh, there's bats in here, which I kind of knew, but kind of didn't want to remember when I was there. Cause at night you can see the bats as they fly out of the cave to go do their bat things, which is, I guess, eat insects and do bat like things. Um, it's like, oh shit, fucking bats. I, even though I kind of know about bats, there's still just this from being a kid that all bats must be vampire bats and they do want to at some point suck your blood, just kind of gets in your head, especially when it's pitch fucking black. Yeah, he continues going forward and I continue to follow. And at some point, he's like, I think I reached the back. I don't, I don't feel any more way to go. Except, well, I feel, I feel something here. This could be a passageway. And I'm like, okay, let me... We come feeling like, yeah, this feels like the end. I, I never did quite feel what he felt was the end of the passageway or the, the other passageway that they might have continued on. But we're both like, let's let's go back. And it's like, yeah, let's let's go back. And I remember as first turning around and seeing the entrance from where we had came and just everything was illuminated. It's like could see that cave very, very clearly. I could also see the forms of bats hanging from the ceiling, which is still a little creepy. And so the going back was so much easier than coming into that darkness, into that unknown. So it was just really powerful to have this experience that, oh, I've, I've expanded my world. And now that it's expanded, it's like I, I have this expansiveness. It's mine, but also where I came from, that's also mine. And it doesn't have to be hard and I don't have to stay and I don't have to keep going. I have, I have options. I have options when going into the unknown. I have options of how far I go, how far I stay. And I also have options in who I go with. I don't have to do it alone. And none of us have to do any of this alone. We are here with other people and we can choose 
we can totally do stuff alone, but that's our choice. And we can also do it with other people. And I discovered that it's so much more, it's so much easier to do it with others and more enjoyable. And then we both had a, a shared story together. And that was we, me and this participant, we hadn't really ever talked much before this, but after that, we had a really good connection and uh, just really had some good talks. And it was fun. He's, he's a fantastic storyteller. And so it was just great to hear him tell this story to other people about how, how, how much he learned, how much he loved having the support of someone. And I also got to have the experience of leading from behind. So often I had thought, and maybe you've, you've had this thought that like, oh, I need, I need to have gone the whole distance before I can help anybody get somewhere that if somebody could possibly ever catch up with me or even go beyond me, how can I benefit that person? I learned that's total bullshit. And if it's bullshit for me, it's probably can be bullshit for you that even if maybe somebody's a little further than you, you can still support them. You can still lead them just with your presence, just with your support. You can make such a difference in the life of someone else and them pursuing and going into the darkness, going into the unknown, and that that in turn supports you so that maybe it can be easier for you to go someplace you haven't been, but you made it easier for them. What a beautiful, beautiful, amazing experience. I challenge you, what's an area of your life where you want to go, where you want to go into the unknown, where you want to do something you haven't done before, and you might not exactly know how it's going to turn out? That is your darkness. That is your bat cave. Because there are likely things that you could run into that it could hurt. Or there could be some great triumphs, some great accomplishments, some amazing feelings, some great connections, some love, some brotherhood, sisterhood, family that comes out of that. And you don't have to do it alone. So whether it's with me, someone else, it doesn't really matter. I would just challenge you to not only step into that unknown, but put out that hand and go, hey, can you, can you help me take these steps? Whether you're in front, to the side, or behind, it's going to be so much easier when you go into the unknown, <laughs> especially if it's an unknown bad cave, if you do it with somebody else. So with that, I'm going to wrap up the show. Thank you so much for listening. It's really good to have had that experience. I feel so much lighter, so much brighter. I've got so much uh, I'm looking forward to sharing with all of you. So again, if, uh, if you're getting anything out of this, please go rate it five stars wherever you're listening, whether it's the Apple podcast thing or maybe Spotify, whatever it is, it really does help people. And then share, share with a friend or share with someone that's not a friend. <laughs> Just share it. Uh, it really does help out the show, it does help get the word out because really I'm here to help people live more fulfilling lives using tools to relax, recharge, and reconnect. And... Uh, Show us that we don't have to be living a life of, of fear, that we can be having a life of uh, joy, ease, love, because uh, doing it with another person that was, that was my person, that was the other thing. Because remember, tried going to that cave at first, led by somebody, great guy, just for me at that time, that was not the person meant to lead me into that cave. And I might not be the best person for you, and that's okay. Just be open that when you're ready, and you're ready for that help, that the right person is going to come along. So I'm looking forward to uh, more th things to share with that. I will say good day.
If you want to contact the show, email me at podcast at justinwink.com. That's Justin, W-E-N-C-K. And find me on social media, Justin Wink PhD, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And if you want ways so that you can relax, recharge, and reconnect, find the Tuesday 20 every Tuesday at 12.05 p.m. Pacific. It's only 20 minutes, and it's going to get you relaxed, recharged, and reconnected. It's on YouTube, and it's on Facebook. So looking forward to seeing you there.